Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. I want the quotes. Yeah. David Despagne is going to get his own podcast. <laughs> yeah, Dave Despagne is going to get a whippet. <laughs> Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Chocolate rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. A baby born will die before the sin. Chocolate rain. Football is back, and damn, it feels good to say that um, after six or seven long months without football. Uh, Dave, I assume you're watching the Las Vegas Raiders pound the snot out of Jacksonville, and I hope you had money on the Raiders. I am. Uh, I did not have money on the game, sadly. I, uh, <laughs> I actually forgot that this game was happening until I uh, uh, just went in the got back from the clubhouse. I saw it was on there, but uh, yeah, it, it looks like uh, Jacksonville is not. Uh, you know, Urban Meyer maybe not have been the only reason why Jacksonville <laughs> lost so many games last year. Certainly not. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I took, I took the Raiders at two and a half. Uh, you know, you know, you never like to give two and a half points in the preseason no. under normal circumstances, but, but yeah, had, under three is okay. Yeah, I had to go with the Raiders on this one. And as we are known for on this podcast, a live score update, the Las Vegas Raiders are up 20 to nothing, meaning they're up 17 and a half versus the spread with 4.53 to play in the third quarter. So oh, that's uh, lovely. I think Meat Sauce is flying back tonight from New York, um, which I'm disappointed because I was hoping he would be watching the game. And I was praying that like five minutes into the game, we'd see a tweet, this is unwatchable. <laughs> I just spilled on my Yankees hat. <laughs> I just spilled nacho cheese on my Yankees hat. <laughs> Well, and the beautiful thing about this game being uh, on tonight is that means we are simply one week away from the Baltimore Ravens playing a preseason game. Yes, That'll be next Thursday night, and that, for our Patreon folks, is going to be our next happy hour. So we're going to have a happy hour uh, Thursday the 11th, and we are, uh, if you can can get the Ravens game on TV, I'm not 100% sure how many people are going to be able to get it on TV uh, there's a sister game of, that'll be on, so we can watch the sister game and get the score updates from the Ravens. But we're going to be betting on the Ravens, duh. And well, you know, you know, Max could hook us up with a link. Oh, I'm sure he could. Between yes. Max or Zach, they got to be able to hit us up with a link. Of course, the uh, the fewer Russians and Chinese that I have spying on my devices, the better. But yeah, if if you really want to watch it, I'm sure Max can hook us up. So <laughs> sorry, Daddy. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be next Thursday night for the Patreon folks. We'll get you all the details in the Patreon email. And speaking of Patreon email and details, the golf tournament registration is currently open. So we've got quite a few people signed up. Um, I know there's still a few more of you out there that are going to play that have not signed up. So this is your friendly reminder that registration closes Sunday night. So you're guaranteed a spot if you get your registration in by Sunday night. Uh, if you're after Sunday night, uh, it's going to be on an availability basis. So uh, definitely get those payments in. Uh, by even I remembered to, to sign up and pay. You did. I was shocked by that. I thought I'd have to be texting you Sunday uh, think- night going, damn it, where's your pay? I heard uh, my friend Dixie Normus is going to make a, <laughs> an, an appearance at the tournament this year. 
Fantastic. Yeah, so uh, if if you want to play, get that get that registration in. Um, super excited about that. We're gonna get the T-shirt order going, and we're excited to announce one of the uh, the prizes. Uh, we're gonna try and you know over the over the course of the next couple of weeks um, announce some of the stuff we're doing. Um, the we're gonna have a putting contest, and the winner of that putting contest is going to win an eight by ten authentically autographed picture. Of Byron Buxton, so not oh, a, yeah, not a Touch bad it. little item. Yeah, I mean that's that's, and that's one of a the great top prize. one of the top athletes going right now in Minnesota, uh, fresh off the All Star appearance. Um, yeah, and it's a legit signed autograph, so you can um, you can hang it somewhere in your house, um, only to have your wife take it down and never find it again, <laughs> and then you can tell the story for the next fifteen years, right? So <laughs> too soon, yeah. too soon, Harmon. R.I.P. Harmon, right? So. <laughs> So yeah, that'll be one of, that'll be the, uh, prize for the, the putting contest. And we're going to have, uh, you know, we already mentioned the $50 Uta Pills card for the closest to the pin contest. And, um, well, maybe announce some of the silent auction stuff that we're doing too. So super excited about that. Hope you can join us. Um, and again, all the money that we raise is going to the Autism Foundation of Minnesota. So great cause there. All right. Well, I'm amped because my first football bet of the season is looking really good right now. And that's a great lead for the bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. And I am happy to say that Corey Cove has money on the Vikings in the preseason. I love it because I love seeing Corey bet on preseason football that he constantly rags on for people watching and betting on. And as you know, Dave, betting on preseason football is glorious. Yeah, betting on preseason football, whales. It is the best. Uh, And Chris will be working the game, of course. So he will have the Raiders minus two and a half as he is in lovely Las Vegas, probably off a huge slot win. Um, looking to just add another little hundred dollars from Corey, uh, if the Raiders can cover the two and a half. So brilliant to see. And of course, tonight's game, um, sauce and hockey have it, uh, it's minus one and a half for Hawks. So he got a pretty good line. I only got two and a half. So, uh, Hawks up or right now, a live score update. It is 20 to three right now. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have gotten on the board, but Hawk is still up by 15 and a half points at this point. So good on Hawk for that. The only other bet that I really want to highlight is a super old bet. Uh, I dug this one up out of the archives. Uh, this is from 2014. And Dave, I think this one will really interest you because it involves weed. Uh, the guys hmm. bet on whether or not the announcers would reference marijuana in, in the Super Bowl in 2014. I believe it was Super Bowl 48, if I have my math right, 47 or 48, one of those two way back then. Uh, cause there, it was in, it was Denver versus Seattle. So two states that had legal weed. And they bet there was a prop bet on whether or not the announcers would reference weed during the broadcast. So here is your last bet from 2014. Hmm. Man, I'll, I'll, like anybody want to take that bet? I'll take the bet that he does not say the word. Marijuana. I guarantee you will. How, how about weed or pot? Yeah, is there does any, it have any to reference? be marijuana? Can it be pot? Oh, that's I mean, a great well, point. But, but that the, is a great point. Okay, the prop bet is the word marijuana. I don't think he's going to reference weed or pot either. But like, I don't want to say pot because then he'll say pot roast and you guys will get nitpicking and go, he said pot. 
that he won't say the word marijuana. You're the king of nitpicks. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That would be the right play is to say he said the word pot. He's I, not I going to say marijuana. I don't think he says marijuana, but I bet he references. Not he. Yeah, I bet, I bet he somebody will. references somebody weed, pot, marijuana. So is the bet Maybe. Joe Buck or Troy Aikman or at any point in the seven-hour broadcast? No, during the game. During the game. During the game, yes. one of the two main guys, Troy Aikman oh, or Joe Buck. Oh, hang on then. You think one of the two will? Absolutely. I'll I take, do. Give me the odds. I'll take. What do you want? I'll take the bet. Let's just do straight up. Yeah, straight up. We'll twenty see. bucks. Twenty bucks. It I, is. I, twenty bucks says they don't say the word marijuana. Twenty bucks say they says they they will. So there it was, a twenty dollar bet on whether or not they would say marijuana. Obviously, they completely forgot about this bet, and uh, it was never settled. So that's an open bet. Uh, I honestly haven't gone back to check whether or not which side of this bet actually what, won. What whether, Super Bowl was that? Uh, 47 or 48. It was the one that was played in 2014 after the 2013 season. So I'll look, uh, I'll, I'll go back and watch the game after this podcast. <laughs> See if they actually reference it. I think yeah. I could probably look it up because it was one of the Super Bowl prop bets, but. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked it up, so I don't know. They 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 had interest in the swimming bet when we uh, brought that one back. I don't know. This is a twenty dollar bet, but I thought it was some fun audio um, and a, har- a time that harkened back to before I was tracking everything before them, where they yeah. routinely forgot about bets or who bet on what or how much they bet. So, uh... right. Hoggy thought he would have passed away by the time it would have been settled. <laughs> exactly, save himself <laughs> twenty bucks because they didn't <laughs> reference weed in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Well, that will do it for the bets update. It's time for the quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, uh, going back to betting, Chuck, uh, if you would have had a parlay on these three people to be the top three quotes of the week, um, I, I think you'd be sailing uh, off in your yacht or off to the Bahamas right now. Because uh, let's start things off here at number three with Tommy Olson. Looks, it looks like your net worth goes up a hundred thousand dollars. You, yeah, you yeah. feel you like you're like Michael face. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You feel cool. Yeah. You know, I have a tiny penis, but I can smoke a cigar. That took a weird, a quick bar, turn. Yeah, that's what that, is. Um, that might be the State Fair t-shirt. <laughs> got a tiny penis, but I can smoke a cigar. Oh, my gosh, Tomers. Oh, that is good. Oh, yeah. Um... Could, that could go on a t-shirt. That could. I, 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 that's what I was just that's a say. State like, Fair t-shirt. I, I think there's a lot of rooms that would buy that State Fair t-shirt for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number two, it's Tennessee Brandon Molesky. Yeah, and he famously blew out a shoe Whoa. in college, but he... <laughs> he uh... Congrats to the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> well said. <laughs> you quickly, like, right re-immerses side, himself yeah. in okay. a power yeah. trip culture. I hope my kids aren't listening. Goes straight for the power trip jokes. I love it. We're like a, a virus. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Tenna. What what was it when Hawk used to play it? Like, uh, Tenna told Hawk that it's like six oh five a.m. is when he goes in the shower and he like turns on the power trip or whatever. Yes. And 
he played Brandon, get off the damn bag. Or right. <laughs> yep. You know, he talked to Brandon specifically when he was nude in the shower. So yep. yeah, brilliant. Yep. And I don't Brandon. think there's much chance that that joke makes an appearance on uh noon to three. No, zero, zero chance. <laughs> zero chance. Uh, well, the only one who could top him this week is the great Max Fuller. Oh, I, I feel seriously terrible. though. I would have called. I, I didn't know what to do. I would have called nine one one. Oh my god! To, rest, to see if they could come. Wait a minute. I'm saying what would have happened that Hawk just said. and say what six color baby ducks? ducks just went down into the sewer. <laughs> yeah, can't get out. Oh, I'd kill for that audio. They were black ducks. Boop 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 boop. What color ducks were they? <laughs> I love the sound effect of the hang-up. <laughs> it's not too far off a of hockey's Aquaman, which is also a great sound. Uh, so yeah, that well done, Max. That's a that's a that's an excellent point, Chuck. That is very close to hockey's uh, Aquaman, which is that, that's got to be a top ten hockey impression. As I was uh, I was trying to think of some last week. Uh, none were coming directly to my uh to my brain, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is definitely a top ten impression for Hawk. I was rather surprised that we didn't see more destruction of Corey on Twitter over not rescuing the ducks, but apparently uh, people don't yeah. care about the ducks. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I, I, you know, for the record, I'm pro I'm pro duck and, and Carly. I don't know why they thought Carly was acting so outrageous, like. I, I get it's not realistic to like, oh, stop in the middle of traffic and like, do, but like, you could call some, you could call somebody or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's tough, to, it's tough to judge and I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or at least, uh, at least I'm not take trying out, to shame him or anything. Or at least take out the mama duck for her own good, you know, so. <laughs> oh, but that's so sad. I couldn't. I could never do that. It's like the old Seinfeld episode where the guy opened up the failing restaurant, and Jerry became obsessed with the fact that nobody was going into the restaurant. He he delivered the classic line: "I could probably shoot him from here. I'd be doing us both a favor." <laughs> Genius. Uh, brilliant, brilliant quote from Max. Genius. Well, that'll do it for the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, uh, a few weeks ago, we did the Dave Despagna audio <laughs> from Chris Hockey, which uh, we got quite a bit of feedback on that uh, people really seem to enjoy Dave Despagna. Uh, so it was a fun little bit. And then I realized that that wasn't the end of it. He did that, like, I guess early in the seven o'clock segment, mm. but I had forgotten that right at the end of the show, uh, Dave Despagna reappeared until he was shut down later by Greg Swedberg. But yeah. um, Dave Despagna had a brief little going away. So we've got uh, three clips <laughs> uh, from the going away of Dave Despagna. Um, and we'll start with this one. You know, <laughs> the Second uh, Second Amendment is a big flashpoint. People want to ban guns. People want to exert their right to have guns. You know, whatever side of the debate you fall on, I think we can all agree that Dave Despagna should not have a gun. No. Yeah. Um, somebody else has a thought on this. Who's that? This is Macron. Oh, my God. Seriously, he's back again? Okay. This is honest to God. We David Despagna. I am Dave Despagna. Do you think Delante West 
and the LeBron's mother could join you and I in a dungeon. <laughs> and maybe the three of you could beat uh, me maybe, with a trash can. No, maybe I could put you in a dungeon and throw the keys away. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> You'd I, like that, wouldn't you? I wish that you would take me downstairs and beat me with a baseball bat. Beat me about the privates. Okay, you know. Could you please treat me like people a People are on their way to work. They're on their way to taking their kids to summer camps. I'm, and you've got to stop. Despania! I just shot myself in the balls. You've got to stop. I shot my right testicle. Okay, you There's know, the left stop. Testicle. There's the penile. Okay, you know, kids are going to summer camp. Uh, Rosie? God! Can I ask you something about no! your cavities? No! Do you like when you get the paper cut on your No! Anus? You don't like that? Oh my god, Dave is so horny. <laughs> so he shot the left testicle, the right testicle, and the penile, according to Dave Desmanier. <laughs> god, everything is just so sexual with Dave. Oh my god. And you could see, like, I think Rosie kind of put up with it for the first segment. And yeah, by the second, uh, the second go around with Dave Desmanier, yeah. I think Rosie had had it at this point. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) Well, this next clip, uh, I simply entitled Sex and Candy. Have you ever. Corey, you know what? I thought you took control of the show. Uh, Have you? I lost control. No, I just know when the twins are playing this afternoon, I'm never going to be able to watch this guy in the mound and think of anything but your inane, sick, twisted, pulp fiction like scenarios that you have dreamt up and you're warped. Rosie, I have to go. Never. I have to go. Would you let me ask him one more question? No. He's got his mic. I have he one more question. Play tell. Could you let your fingernails grow and then rake them down to my mm. my gluteus <laughs> and then take some uh, okay. Morton system? I'm not leaving. Beat me like pinata <laughs> until a summer funny. Never mind. Okay. Can we get the six-year-old back on TV yeah, on the yeah, radio? Noah, like the back on. Noah back on, please. You beat me till the candy come out. Okay. It's just uh, it sounded a little bit like Ricky Rubio there. Um, it took Sauce about two seconds to realize what hockey had said. Beat me until the candy comes out. Yes. Oh my god. Beats me like a pinata. And what I love too, you hear the constant sound. You know, sometimes people can get distracted by like little ticks that people have or little sounds that uh people can make uh repetitive. What I love about the, my favorite sound, and you'll notice that if you play back the clips, you'll hear that every once in a while, which is sauce just hammering the table with his hand, laughing so hard at this bit. Yeah. Yeah, that kills him. It kills him just like the uh just Chocolate like the chocolate rain. rain. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Chocolate oh. rain. Oh, I miss it. Oh, sauce, sauce was just dying every time Dave Despagna had anything to say. Um, yes. And the final victim of Dave Despagna turned out to be none other than first ballot Hall of Fame non-voter Lavelle E. Neal. Last night, uh, Lavelle E. Neal did not tell me to stop. <laughs> Oh my, okay. He had told me to keep on going. There's no safety word. No. <laughs> That's funny. Lavelle, you one sexy son of a bitch. She's the Spaniard. Let me tell you, you crazy. Tick tock, tick tock. Let me tell you something. And your show's you almost over, Mark. Don't worry. You were put on a Our careers are almost over. When Lavelle put on a negligee and he come into the bedroom, 
We're the best, say, we're the best people in the business. And you start to beating me about the head. Uh, he would probably do that. Uh -huh. well, let me tell you something right oh, now. Boy. I don't know where the sex begin and the pain end. Jeez. <laughs> I like it. How do you say that? Despania. One time I replaced uh, Lavelle with uh, the toilet paper <laughs> with the sandpaper, and he like it. It's true. Lavelle like it, the sandpaper on the old crack. <laughs> oh, he kept he kept, that's like the third reference he made to sandpaper on the anus of someone. Yes. Oh my god, it's like it's like he's used it before, which I I, I maybe don't doubt <laughs> from Indiana. Um I I, I love uh hot I love Meat Sauce's exclaim there, just, Despania! <laughs> like, like you've gone too far. Like like it's a nickname, like his last name is a nickname, like, Despania! Right. Despania! No! Oh my god. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that it got shut down after one show, because I think, uh, <laughs> much, much like, uh, you know, some of, some of his recurring characters, uh, the, I, Despondia definitely had some staying power. It's too bad he never ended up, uh, as a twin. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he slowly turned into, uh, you know, the Italian French fry and Ricky Rubio, anyways. <laughs> of course. Slash Grandma Cooter, slash Bane. So. <laughs> Well, if you're ever Michael in, Michael Kane, Michael Kane. If you're ever trying to find that fine line between sex and pain, just look up Dave Despagna, and he can help get you there. So, <laughs> amen, sister. Uh, brilliant. All right. Well, it is time for some quotes. Notes. Here we go. It borders the time we're gonna start predicting. Forty-eight. That time we'll put all other things aside. Same words. Given this time, we'll show Mark some affection. He hates you. Doubtful. We're going for those pleasures with Mark Rosen. <laughs> I want to love Hawk, feel Mark, wrap myself around Mark. I want to squeeze Hawk. Please, Gigi, I just can't get uh, enough. And Corey moves real slow. I'll let it go. Time for the predictors. Nice. And I just can't hide it. <laughs> Hawk's about to lose his bladder, and I think I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hawk's so excited. Time for the predictors. Get this away from me. And I know, I know, I know, I know. Hockey is horny. He's horny. <laughs> All right, Dave. What do you do? You want to start this week with uh, another incorrect prediction on who's going to win initials tomorrow, or uh, do you got something else for us? Yeah, sure. We can start. I, I, I was going to finish there just because that's like, like okay. All all the stuff I normally talk about is like really stupid, so we can save the best for last. All right, let's do that. Okay, let's burn through some crap here. Um, how about Corey's brother uh, winning ten thousand dollars on the Mega Millions? Um, that's so crazy. So like, I, I thought he said like nine hundred and seventy four one in nine hundred and seventy four thousand uh, chance of hitting, and it only paying uh, you know t on a two dollar ticket, it pays ten thousand dollars. Like yeah, five thousand to one. Five thousand to one. Like that's such terrible odds. Like it is. 
it's such shit, but it's still cool. And I totally like agree with him. Like he should never play the lottery again. Like I would never play the lottery again. Yeah, part of me would want to take like five thousand dollars and just put it in like a lottery fund and just play out of that five thousand and like bank five thousand. Yeah, you, you know, but, just just but to have like over time you would get I don't know. I know, but just to have the action because half the fun of buying a lottery ticket is thinking like, oh yes, I'm gonna go what say if? F you yeah. to the boss or I'm gonna go buy a Learjet or whatever. And you know, just that mental escape is kind of half the fun because you know you're yeah, but, not gonna win. Yeah, I mean, anyway, anyways, it was just really cool that like somebody I slightly, you know, like it was cool that Corey's brother won. Yeah, and you know, I will say the um, that equals the amount that of the biggest lottery winning that I've ever been close to. A friend of mine, he was part of a small group. It was actually a company I worked for, but I wasn't part of their lottery group. Um, it was a fairly small group, and they hit at the time they hit the five white balls without the Powerball. And at the time Ooh. that paid $10,000. So Damn. yeah, they hit everything but the Powerball. And then I don't, I don't remember how many people were in their group, but yeah, they won, had a $10,000 ticket as well. So yeah, it's a second. So what's the million dollar winner? Well, now it's, that's what it is. It's the five white balls without Powerball is the is oh, a million now, okay. but see, they've changed it over the years and they've changed the odds and they've added balls and, you know, added lots of balls. Twenty balls. Uh, <laughs> way, lots and lots of balls. Uh, <laughs> we we approve on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Uh, but yeah, so things have changed over the years, and payouts are completely different. But yeah, they they I I knew a ten thousand dollar winner. That was pretty cool. And of course, they were in the same boat. Where I was like, damn it, we were so close, dude. I feel like watching a football game right now would give me a lot of really good ideas for numbers to pick for Mega Millions tickets. <laughs> well, 3 and 20 are the hot numbers right now with uh, 10, 40 to go in the game. So there you go. 3, 10, 20, and 40. That's a good start. <laughs> that is a good start. Um, okay, we got more to get through here. Sauces repel. Um, <laughs> they absolutely should have destroyed Zach over this. Even though, yeah, like, they like should have. Corey, Corey was nice to him because he was right. At the end of the day, it, w- it really wasn't Zach's fault, but it would have been a hilarious bit to absolutely destroy Zach over it. And like, I, I don't know how much of the broadcast you watched. I caught most of it. It was, it was much. exactly, exactly like when Nordo and Sauce covered the draft and the Vikings keep trading back. They were tap dancing. Didn't know what was going on. It was like, you could tell Creasel was ready to be on the boat already, but he was, you know, he was hanging around for Zach's benefit. It was, it it was the, it was probably some of the best 45 minutes of like, it was awful and it was brilliant all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Creasel. I mean, I like Zach, you know, listening to Zach too, but like Creasel is just such a good guy and he's so much fun to listen to. Like he can kind of like save any moment or awkward conversation. Like he's, I mean, technically, he's been on the fan for, like, he's one of the longest guests on of the power trip. And it was kind of fun because they were interacting with Rubes on the different chat platforms. And um, I asked Creasel at one point if he was thinking about door dashing Arby's, and he responded that he doesn't eat at that restaurant anymore. <laughs> Which is brilliant. And I think, like, you know, two people probably got it. But, yeah, it was a brilliant yeah. response from Creasel. Yeah, DoorDash and RVs. God damn, that was so funny. <laughs> Next up here, oh, the you on the phone again, bitch, um, <laughs> is the most amazing button bar ever. 
Um, I, I think that it should be nominated for a golden dong for a new button bar drop of the year. Um, I, I feel like that has to be up there, uh, along with chocolate rain now, uh, two strong candidates, uh, here in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great new category. We don't really have a category for that. So in the golden dong. So yeah, I like that category and yeah, that it, it's good. We'll see like, like so many of their button bars, like they'll hammer it for like two or three days and then it like completely disappears. And it's like, it needs yeah. to, like, that's a great one. I don't, I don't think this one will because it's such a good one. It can be used for both Zach and sauce in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So I don't think this one's going to disappear and I hope it doesn't. It's like, you know, this, this one needs to have some staying power. Yeah. I mean, it, it's tougher in the, it's tougher in the summer shows to like fill the air. I feel like when it's football season, there's so much to talk about and like break down and stuff. Um, you know, like the button bar isn't like as necessary because they're like, just like talking about sports and all this stuff. But yep, yep. Anyways, um, I had a couple ideas. Uh, I I don't know if you have any Chuck, but they're talking about trying to break a world record. I I don't know. Uh. You can maybe say like Sauce could attempt to say that he has the largest head, <laughs> or like that one of them has like the shortest crank for a radio host. <laughs> Which one, Hawk Sauce or Tom? I, I I don't know. I mean, Tommy <laughs> Tommy has advertised it now that he he in fact has a tiny crank, uh, but he loves smoking cigars, so. Um, that would be that would be the I bit of all time on the power trip is if they had a measure off between sauce tommy and <laughs> can you imagine because like all three of them feel bad anyway to begin with oh and can you God. imagine if they had a measure off and yeah you Dude, actually can... are the shortest one yeah yeah can you imagine realizing that Right. Like, of the short guys, I'm the short guy. Come Cause, on. Cause what, what an ego boost for the other two. Cause it's like, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a lot there, but at least like, I'm fuck. not Tommy or what at the least fuck I'm was I worried Tommy. about? Right. Exactly. Little T is, uh, you know, be, that would be an awesome betting opportunity as well. Especially <laughs> what would be brilliant is if Max bet somebody on it and then Max won the bet because then <laughs> you'd feel doubly bad because it was like, yeah, I was the shortest and the guy that has the longest is the winner of the money. Jeez. And, uh, uh, and that was bets in quotes talking cranks. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we need Steve to record that liner because, uh, we pretty much do that every show. Yeah. Oh, you know what they could do, Chuck? They could uh, set the world record for most money wagered by a morning show in a year. Oh, they have to have that record. I'm like, you know. I feel no, but I feel like you could apply for it because you, <laughs> we could pull the audio records of it. You have the timestamps of when they made the bets and whatever. Even if you say this is theor- theoretical money, you know, if it's against the law that they actually do it, like. I don't know. They could apply. They could say that that's a world record. Yeah, you'd you'd want to go for quantity there though, because you get some like douchebag morning radio show that would bet each other like, oh, I'll bet you a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, on something, and then then uh, then the next day they would do the opposite bet and just break even. But oh, look look what we bet. So you'd have to do it on volume of bets because they're doing like what one hundred fifty yeah. two hundred bets a year. So I, there there's I guarantee there's no other radio show in the country that is placing that many bets on air so that, that would definitely no be their record 
Yeah, maybe like a like Vison or something like that. But that's just no, they they thing. usually don't gamble on air though. They just talk. Yeah, about it. they don't they don't bet their own money. So yeah, right. Um, I, I was thinking. So they're talking about uh, you know, state fair T shirts uh, ideas. Sounds like they're struggling, but uh, other at once. Uh, we touched on a, a charge challenge punishment that I came up with a while ago, um, but I was thinking about it, and, and I and I want to put some more thought into it. But I was, I, I thought of some some key factors to what I think is a perfect charge challenge uh, punishment. I think one, it has to be realistic. Um, I, I think there has to be somewhat of like a like a sponsor angle on it, like. You know, kind of like the Jefferson lines, or like, like there has to be like some benefit. I don't know. Um, I, I think it has to be able to. I, I think it needs like rube engagement, and it, it make like a you know some impact on social media and get shared a lot. And Chuck, do you have any ideas for uh, the charge challenge punishment? Well, something that hits all three of those categories and something you threw out there before and I threw out there again today is the Uber challenge because yeah. they could they could get a sponsorship with Uber or Lyft. Uh, Rubes yes. could be encouraged to take rides with the losers. You know, um, it, it kind of hits on everything. And plus, I love I love the angle of, you know, they're working to raise money in some type of public facing job. Um, and the whole time that they're working, all their money is either going to go to the win. Cause the way I proposed it was they split the money. They, you know, they raise X number of dollars. I just threw out a thousand, but you raise X number of dollars. Half the money goes to the winners of the charge challenge and half the money goes to a charity that they hate, like the Russell Wilson foundation, yep. Corey's church of Scientology, something like that. <laughs> so the whole time you're working, you're like, half of this money I'm raising is going to something I absolutely hate. Yep. So you have that in your mind the whole time you're working. So I just, I don't know. I think, I think that the, the Uber challenge is, is a good one. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. Um, uh, otherwise I was thinking you could do, you know, I think JG still do some, uh, does some sponsor work with Carrie limousine. What if you did the loser or losers on Fridays during the charge challenge for the next year, they have to pick up all of those guys who are on the morning show that Friday in a limo and bring them into work and then drop them all back off at home and then put the limo away and then the, like get to go home for the day. Yeah, I love that idea. And of course, you know, I'm on board with anything that involves like a weekly punishment like they did back in the day with the uh, the jelly beans, the bam- bean boozled. So, yeah, anything um, that involves weekly punishment, sign me up. Hell yeah. Uh, after hearing about Muss's monster of a wife uh, kissing with her eyes open, uh, I've decided if I ever get uh, the opportunity again to kiss a lady, uh, I, I'm going to try it just as a joke to see if they laugh or or if they think it's creepy uh, if I kiss them with my eyes open. Um, I think it'll be the latter, so you might want to wait uh, a few dates before trying that move. Oh, li- live podcast uh, preseason Hall of Fame game score update. Uh, Kyle Sloter, uh 10-yard touchdown pass in the le- back uh, left of the end zone. Uh, to number 31, uh, something. Contrell. Contrell. Um, great throw. Uh, Jags on the board. Uh, hopefully somebody got the second half over on that or something. 
Yeah, the the over actually the over under on this game was thirty. I mean that's ridiculous. Oh, wow. So yeah, the over that's actually huge. hit hit on this game because it is now twenty seven to eleven following the two point conversion from Cottrell. Uh, so yeah, thirty eight total points, not bad. Vegas is still easily covering the game and should run out this last three minutes here. And they get the two. Oh, great! That's great to see the overpay. <laughs> Oh, uh, loved on Tuesday that must, uh, informed Hawk that, uh, that he's supposed to be doing a show. Uh, it, it sounds like it was supposed to be in, uh, February, any- February anyways. Uh, so really not on his radar yet, but, uh, must was like, yeah, Hawk, you're doing, you're playing this concert for us or whatever, this charity thing or whatever. He's like, I am. <laughs> Yeah, I think the only person that doesn't know his schedule, um, like hockey, is Parrish himself. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and Parrish just knows uh, when his nap schedule is exactly. Um, uh, R.I.P. to uh, Vin Scully. Um, I can imagine at one point in my life I thought his name was Vince Ully. <laughs> um, That's like a meat sauce thing. Yeah, that is a very big meat sauce thing, but I, I've been known to do that as a as a younger uh, adult. Uh, I also said toilet tr- trees. Toilet um, trees. Toilet trees. Um, so not my brightest moment. I'm not very bright in general. Um, uh, but I think uh, Hawk put it the best uh, on Vince Scully uh, when he said he was the voice of baseball. Um you know, even at 94, he was uh, calling games and just just a classic voice. Um, and, and, you know, baseball, listening to baseball on the radio is really when I fell in love with listening to things on the radio. And, you know, that's broken off into obviously listening to the power trip and, and podcasts and stuff. But, like, that's really where I fell in love was, like, listening to the Twins uh, on the radio in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nothing like a good radio call. Uh, Vin, Vin was great. I have nothing, nothing bad to say about him at all. He, he was absolutely great. And, um, by all accounts, um, just a, an awesome dude. So, uh, yeah, RIP. Hell yeah. Well, uh, last one here is, uh, I think we need to break down the initials, uh, quarterfinal number three, uh, that will already be done, uh, by the time that you hear this, probably. Oh, it'll definitely be. Uh, what I love about this too is people know the result when we're giving these predictions. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of great because we don't know, so who cares, right? Okay, so uh, AJ, obviously the the number one overall seed, uh, the big favorite. Um, you know, it, it's so weird because he has been out of the game. Um, you know, he really hasn't been that active. He didn't perform well in the major. And, uh, you know, with the first two being such big upsets, um, I feel like the favorites, you know, these big names, Sauce and Tyler George and AJ, um, you know, Creasel, Parrish, all these guys, they have a lot of pressure on them to win, um, to at least move on, you know, out of the first round. Uh, so, you know, obviously AJ... You know, it's probably the the safe money, but I, I wouldn't be laying minus what three or four hundred. Is that what you minus four hundred is yeah, AJ? I feel, like that's, I feel like that's a lot. Um, so I I would rather you know take Max or Rosie. Uh, Max, you know, I think he's still even admitted on Monday that he's only listened to like two and a half games of initials in his life. Um, but he's 
so up on pop culture and music and uh, sports. I think he's uh, he's sharp. Um, I, I think he's got an, an outside chance, a realistic chance at winning. Um, and I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Rosie won as well. Um, I think, it, you know, it sometimes it just comes down to the right set of initials. And, uh, you know, if it's a set that uh, Mark Rosen really has his eyes on, um, you know, if it's a good set for Rosie, I think he could win. And uh, Musk, who knows? Garage beers. <laughs> so what is your actual prediction? Uh, my, I, I'm going with Max. It, it, if I had to put money down on Vegas, I would take, I would take Max Fuller to win. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it's going to be AJ. That's why I made him the minus 400 favorite. Uh, you know, the, the only, the only hesitation I have with that is the fact that AJ in his last two initials appearances has massively underwhelmed, you know, the, the major and the eliminator versus Mitas. Those are his last two. They were both big stages, huge stages, and he came up short in both. And, you know, this is going to be every bit, the, the, all the pressures on AJ. There's zero pressure on the other three guys. Um, so, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe maybe it gets to him. Um, maybe a set of initials hits somebody just right. But uh, you're you're crazy if you're picking anybody but AJ. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm I'm just I'm like ten on with the value bet. Uh, looking at looking at getting some value. Value bet <laughs> means really I, I lost, but I had really good odds. That's true, but <laughs> like. I don't know. I feel like if AJ gets bounced in the first round and Sauce ends up winning this tournament, I I think I think you can say that you know all time great. Uh, I think Sauce retakes the throne. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like, it's up for thing. debate. The majors, the majors are big, you know, and obviously he's won a lot of those, uh, but. This is tough. You got to win three consecutive games. Uh, it doesn't happen very often at all. Um, over the, you know, over 400 games there's been now. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm still really, really pumped about how this tournament turned out and, and the whole, uh, you know, sweating. Can we call a, can we call a shot? Is Musk going to survive? Is he going to get one? Oh, definitely. I, I, I think, I honestly think Rosie getting one. Yeah, I, I think all three of them will. I, I, I okay. honestly think Musk um, has the best shot of the three, just based on past performances in initials. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and you got, you know, who knows how much that weighs, but, you know, um, I, I, I think Musk definitely gets one. Um, I, th- I think Musk will do just fine in this, you know. Um, he's, yeah. he's right in, you know, he's, he's the closest to Corey's age out of, um, everybody but AJ. And, you know, there, there is an advantage to being near Corey's age because a lot of this stuff hits you and his, his, uh, his items that he chooses, uh, they're much more in his wheelhouse. I think if you're way younger or way older, um, it does kind of work against you a little bit. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, I would be, must would shock me the most if he, well, obviously AJ would, but of the three, must would shock me the most if he got shut out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you there. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to put odds on, you know, do prop bets of, Odds to be uh to be cut or to be blanked or whatever, you know. I, I wish you could actually go down to Diamond Joe or whatever and actually gamble on all these things, and we can make a ton of prop bets like it was the Super Bowl. 
Well, I did put a ton of prop bets out there, but nobody seems to care and bet on them. Tommy's about the only oh. person that's placed an actual real bet on anything. So sorry, sorry, Daddy. Yeah. Well, they can. Uh, <laughs> they, they they like to talk about betting a lot more than they actually like to bet. So there is Ooh, that. Shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Our our uh, our Mark Rosen and in uh, common still betting five dollars a game on the Dodgers <laughs> and uh, San Francisco Giants. Well, they haven't bet in a while, and Common hasn't paid. I think it's going to be Common's bit because he's lost <laughs> three bets in a row to Rosie, and he has not paid them off because they just kind of keep doing yeah. this double or nothing thing. And I think it's just going to become Common's bit that he's not paying them off, which means Common's not a great <laughs> gambler. But I think we already knew that. Yeah, of course, of course. That's it's always a bit with Common, right? Uh, he's so funny. Anyways, well that that'll do it for uh, for quotes notes. <laughs> All right, and that will do it for this week's show. We might not have a show next week because we are going to be watching Baltimore Ravens preseason football, the only Woo! thing you should be watching next Thursday night, and gambling on it and hopefully winning lots of money for our Patreon subscribers. And Patreon subscribers get signed up for the golf tournament. Registration closes Sunday. In the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at PowerTripQuotes. I'm, of course, at PowerTripBets. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.